there really is nothing like getting ready for a podcast and dealing with an Instagram scammer. You're in the doghouse. Let's get at her. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. We have been gone for about three weeks now, but we're back. I got the big project just about done. We'll get into that at some point this week, Uh, but this week we're going to get into the ADPs currently over at Fantasy Pros, which I am very displeased with, but at least we've got some talking points to go through. Uh, oh yeah, find me on Twitter at RoyDog underscore 13. That is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 13. So we do have some ADPs. Uh, I think today we'll just go through some quarterbacks and some defenses. Uh, let's take a look at the defenses here real quick. Um, and then we'll get into the quarterbacks, which we are more focused on. Um, but we'll get this position out of the way real quick. So as we take a look at the defenses here, uh, we do have top five, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Buffalo, and the New England Patriots. Uh, Looks like everybody's kind of focused on last year still, especially with the San Francisco 49ers that don't hate that. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, we'll have to take a look really at the scheduling uh, when it comes to that. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, yeah. Mm, we'll see what happens. Uh, they didn't really, they did do a lot on the defense as far as adding pieces, kind of, you know, shifting things around. But <clears throat> um, they did actually come down, they were the number two. Uh, defense last week, and then they dropped to number three. Buffalo moved up actually to four from five. Uh, I kind of like Buffalo's defense. You're looking at a division with Patriots, uh, the Miami Dolphins, um, and the New York Jets, so it's not really a scary division. That's probably why the New England Patriots are up there as well. Uh, The next five... Let's see, Chicago Bears, Minnesota Vikings, Kansas City Chiefs, which is kind of surprising, uh, New Orleans Saints, and the Denver Broncos. Uh, Broncos is probably all pre- mostly predicated because of the moves on the offense, making that better, uh, more of you know a better running attack with Melvin Gordon there. Uh, probably going to slow the pace down quite a bit, even though they did add weapons for Drew Locke. Um, New Orleans Saints is fine. Kansas City Chiefs, I just, mm, that one's odd to me. Outside of the fact that they're focusing on a uh, division that includes the Los Angeles Chargers with no Phillip Rivers. Uh, God, who's in there? You'd think I'd have this right off the bat for you, but I don't. 
uh, Las Vegas Raiders in there. Um, and then you do have the Denver Broncos, which could be a pain in the ass. Next on the list, we have the L.A. Rams, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which, okay. Uh, L.A. Chargers and the Dallas Cowboys, followed by the Green Bay Packers at 15. Uh, if you're going to tell me that you're going to get the Packers at 15, I'll take that. Uh, Dallas Cowboys is kind of intriguing at 14 as well. Uh, even though it's a tougher, it's going to be a tougher division. That's what's going to kind of scare me away from it. Uh, L.A. Chargers, no, not so much. Not so much. Uh, they added some nice pieces there. Um, but as far as having to face that division, you know, each team twice, I kind of skip it. Uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. Maybe, but you're still taking them at 12. I don't know. You're still saying that's a number one defense, and I don't know if I could buy into it. Going down the list even more, we have the Colts, Titans, Eagles, Seahawks, and Jets. Kind of like that Colts pick at number 16. Um, division is weak uh, outside of, say, maybe the Tennessee Titans, you know, with Derrick Henry. Um, but nobody else really involved. Uh, Tennessee Titans are kind of in the same boat. About the only team that I really um, am worried about a little bit is the Colts because that's going to be more of the running team. Um, good defense and everything. Slow plotting games. Yeah, be all right. Eagles, no. You're going to have to show me something. That'd be something maybe as a waiver wire pickup in certain weeks. Uh, during the season. Seahawks, no, come on. Didn't really improve anywhere through the draft or through free agency. Nah, I just don't see it. Uh, New York Jets, no, nah, I'll pass on there. Uh, let's see, let's just finish this one out all the way down to 32. So you have Jacksonville Jaguars, Washington Redskins, which actually is kind of intriguing to me there. Um but again, you still have to face the NFC East, which is going to be tough. Uh, Cleveland Browns, another team to kind of take a look at. Uh, they did improve a little bit. Um, and you have the Arizona Cardinals, Atlanta Falcons at 25. Get the fuck out of here. Houston Texans, New York Giants, Carolina Panthers, Cincinnati Bengals, Miami Dolphins, Detroit Lions, and Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I think those are about right. Vegas Raiders, maybe. But that's also another team that you can pick up you know, during the season here. So let's go into the quarterbacks here. Uh, do you want to start top five? Do you want to start top ten? What are we going to do here? Let's, uh, let's, let's just go top ten. Let's just start there. Starting at number one, you got Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, and Drew Brees. Uh, Lamar Jackson's right where we thought he's going to be. He's the number one quarterback now. He is only going off at like the 20th pick, which seems rather low to me. Um, is somebody that, you know, somebody in your home league drafts, they're going to end up taking him somewhere uh, at the very lowest, probably early to mid-second round. Um, maybe even, you know, you can see somebody trying to buy high at the end of the first round. Mahomes at twenty fourth overall. And he's probably more he's probably gonna go in the third round. 
Uh, the Lamar Jackson thing is probably going to scare everybody off. Um, Russell Wilson, though, now you're getting here at, like, pick 54. Deshaun Watson at pick 48. Dak Prescott at pick 60. It's so fifth round, end of the fifth round. <clears throat> Kyler Murray at 57, which Kyler Murray, I thought, was going to be up towards, a little bit more towards where Russell Wilson was um, and Deshaun Watson, but eh, not so much here. Uh, Josh Allen at 77, Matt Ryan at 85, Aaron Rodgers at 80, and Drew Brees at 96. Now, if you, if you're following along, with the actual ADP sheet, you'll notice that I am kind of going up and down with the overall numbers, right? This is what's pissing me off with Fantasy Pros. It doesn't, nothing seems really kind of set in the correct spots. Um, I did have an overall sheet for everything, but um, the. QB1, QB2s, uh, stuff like that, were not correlating to the overall sheets. So you had like a secondary uh, set of numbers that were completely different. That's why I just kind of scrapped the overall for right now. Um, probably going to take a look at NFFC, take a look at their rankings, and probably switch to that. Now I'll keep these rankings here on the sheet. And when you are looking at them, you're going to read them from right to left. So you'll have the oldest data to the right coming to the newest data to the left. So you have your newest data closer to your players. So if you wanted at the end, uh, when we get into the draft guide, at the end with the, tra with the tracking spreadsheet and you just wanted to take that last set of numbers, you could copy that, print it just as that, all fine and dandy. You don't have to see the movements, um, but that's the way that we're going to run it. That's the way that we're going to run it this year. I will transfer some of the. I will transfer the numbers into the draft guide, uh, into teams where the players fit. Um, you will see that. So uh, should be the same as last year. This should be, actually be a little bit easier this year um, to have the spreadsheet and switch players and stuff in and out so but uh all right let's go here let's see we had Kyler Murray Josh Allen was about right Matt Ryan was eh, it's probably still a little bit too high I don't think you have to go that high with him and I Rogers is gonna drop everybody's shitting on him um I don't hate him if you're sitting there waiting to the end of your draft to pick uh, Drew Brees is probably going to fall again like he did last year. Uh, everybody's just going to do the age discrepancy and not look at the offense as a whole. Drew Brees, though, I mean, he generally is throwing at least two touchdowns a game. I'll take that every week. Carson Wentz, I don't think is going to go as low as the number 11 quarterback at 91st. Um, we'll run through the next set of 10s here. So you have... Carson Wentz, Tom Brady, Baker Mayfield, Matt Stafford, Daniel Jones, Jared Goff, Ben Roethlisberger, Jimmy Garoppolo, Ryan Tannehill, and Kirk Cousins. Uh, Carson Wentz, I think, is going to go a little bit higher. He's going to kind of fit into that Matt Ryan, Josh Allen range, somewhere in there. 
Um, the same is going to go with Baker Mayfield, who's getting pressed up a lot on Sirius and other uh, podcasts wherever you listen to. Um, so I would expect his ADP to rise. Tom Brady, I don't. Tom Brady is going to be kind of weird. Tom Brady should not be drafted as a top twelve quarterback. He should be kind of like your weekly, your week in, week out fill in. Um, if you're streaming or for your like bi week type guy, uh, Tom Brady. I think what we saw last year, that's what you're going to see this year. I don't think it changes. I'm not that high on Tampa's uh, offense as much as a lot of other people are. You have Tom Brady in there. Sure, you got Chris Godwin, you got Mike Evans, you got the new kid Tyler Johnson, um, and you got Gronk. Everybody's like, fucking Brady and Gronk, Brady, Gronk, Brady, Gronk, Brady, Godwin, Brady, Godwin, because they're trying to fit Godwin just like they are with Julian Edelman. Now, my problem with Tom Brady is if we saw the decline in skills last year, and everybody was all of a sudden, oh, get the fuck away from Tom Brady. Why the fuck would you drop by, jump right back onto him this year? Just because he switched teams? He got another year older. He can't fucking play golf where shit. I play better golf. But, I mean, why would you dra- Why would you bother drafting Tom Brady unless, like I said, it was a week-in, week-out type play or um, you needed a bi-week fill-in? This this team should be more, with Tom Brady in there, it should be more reliant on the running back, in my opinion. And it's not going to come off of Tom Brady's fucking arm. He's not Jameis Winston. You can't just say, you can't just say that Tom Brady's going to fill the shoes of Jameis Winston. Sure, he's not going to throw as many interceptions, but he's also not going to come close. In, he's not going to come close to throwing what Winston did. And Winston had a lot of drop touchdowns as well. Let's not forget about this. You might be able to go the 30 for 30. 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. But he should have been in the 35-36. And some of those picks weren't his fault as well. So, yeah, we can shit on Jameis Winston, but let's not bump up Tom Brady just because he's a better field general than Jameis Winston. They're not the same fucking quarterbacks. So let's knock this shit off. Baker Mayfield's going to get bumped up because of what Cleveland's done on offense. I, in my opinion, still think that they're going to rely more on the running backs. It's going to be Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. He's got Odell. He's got Jarvis. He's got the plethora of tight ends. He can run. Yeah, I do like Baker Mayfield this year. But if he's going to end up sneaking up somewhere in that Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott range, or even Kyler Murray, I'll probably end up passing on him. Now, if you tell me I can get him in the eighth round, sure, I'll take him. But if it goes higher than eight, eighth round has always been kind of my little key round. If he goes higher than eighth, I'm probably going to skip out on it. Depending upon who's there. We also have to put that one into consideration. Your draft needs at that point. 
are you going for a fifth, you know, fourth or fifth running back because you're going extremely running back heavy? Maybe you're going extremely wide receiver heavy. Who knows? I don't know. We're not there yet. It's still best ball season. I'm entered into a best ball that hasn't even fucking started because we can't get anybody filled in. It is what it is. Matt Stafford, going to pass on him. Maybe as a late quarterback. Maybe as a backup. It's the whole thing with Tom Brady. If it's the very end of the draft, if you're doing two quarterback, if you're doing two quarterback league, fine. Um, but I think I'm going to still pass on Stafford. I do like Holiday. Uh, do still have some love for Marvin Jones real late in drafts, but um, Detroit should be another run heavy team. A lot of these teams are going to be pretty run heavy, but. Um, it's all going to come, kind of come down to the defense. If that defense is what I think it can be, and it happens to be what I think it is, the Lions aren't going to be relying on Matthew Stafford. They're going to be relying on Kerryon Johnson and uh, DeAndre Swift. So that kind of is what it is in the Motor City. Daniel Jones, like him. If you're going to tell me I'm going to get him late, if I'm going to get him 10th round or later, I'll snag him. I will snag him for the Giants. Um, I do like Saquon Barkley. Very, very, I'm very, very high on Saquon Barkley at running back. But Daniel Jones, if, I don't even care if I got fucking Saquon Barkley. I'll take Daniel Jones. Late. There's too many options on there. The offense is probably going to be playing from behind most of the time because Giants defense sucks. Kind of got to correlate it that way, too. You kind of got to look at the team's defense and understand if you believe if the defense has improved or it will continue to do what it has before, that kind of goes into your quarterback decisions, kind of goes into your running back decisions. Wide receivers as well. But you know what I'm saying, right? You're, you need to use the defense as kind of a tracker to say, is this team going to be throwing more? Or is it going to be running more? Maybe that's the point I should have thrown out. Jared Goff, ugh, I'm done with it. I'm not going to touch him. I don't even think I could touch him in two-quarterback league. Ben Roethlisberger I still like. Yes, Pittsburgh's defense should be pretty good again this year. Um, but Ben's always been a chucker. It just is what it is. It's in his DNA. Throw it. Fucking get Juju involved. Juju's going to have a bounce back, and he's falling in ADP. You kind of got to love it, even if you got burnt by it last year. Let recency bias work in your favor. And don't have recency bias in your own decisions. You got to throw last season away. We can look at it, but we have to come back and understand what's going on with these offenses. We've talked about it since 2019 season ended. We've been talking about it through February, through March, through April, and now we're back here in May. Keep your minds in here. Yes, we're going we should have baseball back. But don't forget about your football stuff because there's too much football on the radio waves, too much football for people to consume for you to fall behind this year. 
it is what it is. If you haven't fucking been here all off season, I implore you to go back through the podcast. That's why I leave them up. We have to be on top of this. Otherwise, we fall behind. And I'll be damned if I let anybody fall behind. Jimmy Garoppolo, skip it. Ryan Tannehill, eh, late, two-quarterback league. Jimmy Garoppolo, get the fuck out of here. People starting to bump him up again. Like, what did we see last year? They wanted to fucking run the ball like 80 times a fucking game. You want to put your fantasy football team on Jimmy Garoppolo's shoulder? Get the fuck out of here. Been hearing that shit way too much lately. You know who's been saying that? That stupid fucking Action Network. Get the fuck out of here. Action Network. The worst fucking show I've ever heard. Ryan Tannehill. I'm okay with it. Kirk Cousins. I don't hate it in two quarterback. Let me just put it that way. Joe Burrow. I kind of like it. Uh, We do need to see the schedule. I'll be starting to work on that with the spreadsheets. um, And I should have that out within a couple of weeks. But uh, Joe Burrow, I kind of like. Oh, he's at 21. We should have done 21 through 30. Yes, I have been drinking. Um, but we we could talk about Joe Burrow here, the rookie. I need to start. Go, I need to go through here and actually denote your rookies for you. But uh, Cincy did make some improvements on defense, but I do still see Cincy playing from behind, which means that I have some interest in Joe Burrow. Now the question is going to be whether or not. I really like him in a single quarterback league or if it really just kind of sticks to the two quarterback uh, super flex leagues. Two quarterback super flex leagues, I like them. If you're rotating three, I think you can get Joe Burrow real late. I uh, don't hate it. Um, single quarterback league is kind of another story. I mean, one week fill in, Maybe. But I'm not all guns a-blazing. Yeah, you should get Joe Burrow on your team. No, we need to kind of hold off a little bit on some of these rookies, especially at the quarterback positions. Um, And especially, you know, your tight ends are going to be behind. Uh, Those are the ones that are kind of more of the slow growth uh, type positions. So we'll have to play it by ear, I think. All right, well, we'll get to 22 and go to 30. Um I think we could stop there because we'll pretty much get through everything else. I'll go through what we got on here. Uh, but we'll start here at 22. Drew Locke, uh, Sam Darnold, Philip Rivers, Teddy Bridgewater, Derek Carr, Tua Tagovailoa, Cam Newton. Fuck's he doing there? Gardner Minshew, Jameis Winston. 22, Drew Locke, you know he's my guy. I've been on him for... I've been on him since before he got drafted i said he was the second he was definitely by far and away the second best quarterback in that draft i liked him because i did play some college football uh seasonal league with drew lock uh so i was up on him uh so but the weird part about this whole drew lock thing is like now everybody likes drew lock right like wait a minute you guys were talking shit about this at the draft last year now now Drew Lack's your fucking boy? 
Tulak is not your fucking boy. Get the fuck out of here. You motherfuckers were all over his nuts making fun of Denver and horseface fucking Elway about this pick. And now he's your fucking boy. Just because the team adds all those weapons and you want to say, oh, no, I like Drew Locke from day one. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Because I heard it on the fucking radio. And I talked to you about it at the fucking draft. And that's truth. Nobody was on fucking Drew Locke. Nobody. Except for us. We held on to Drew Locke. We said, it's quite possible, let's see what happens. He had a couple of good games. Now, will he improve this year? That's the question. Two-quarterback league? Yes. I do kind of like Drew Locke. Uh, Single-quarterback league? Kind of a bi-week fill-in. Sam Darnold. Darnold. I didn't... I'm not going to believe it until I fucking see it. Until I fucking see it, I'm going to stay away from Sam Darnold. I'll let somebody else crash and burn on it. Um, might be a play for DFS. Who knows? we got plenty of quarterbacks that we can choose from in every week to week. Phillip Rivers, not on him. Not going to use him. Uh, we'll use some of his pieces. I just won't use Phillip Rivers. Teddy Bridgewater. Now nah, I'll skip it with Carolina. Still has that bad offensive line. Not loving it whatsoever. Derek Carr, I think, has potential still. Uh, definitely a two-quarterback. Um, but single quarterback is, eh. I mean, if you want to pick him up, draft a, a backup right out of the gate, sure. I can see it. Um, but we'll kind of play that one by ear. He's probably going to end up being just a waiver wire target for us. Oh, Tua. Tua, 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 Tua. Stay away from him. Stay away from Tua. Stay away from these other rookie quarterbacks. Please. I understand you think that Tua's going to fucking run. They're going to get the shit kicked out of him. That offensive line still has half of... It's still only half built. It's still half built. They just, they still, uh, God damn it, I can't think of his name. Was it Andrew Thomas, the tackle? They still got people lining him up at fucking left tackle. You got a left-handed quarterback. His blind side's on his fucking right side. Wouldn't you move your your number one pick over to the fucking right side to block for your other number one pick and make sure he doesn't fucking dislocate that fucking hip again? I don't know. Kind of makes too much fucking sense to me. Does it make sense to you? I think it does. It's still, no, no, they're going to put him at left tackle. Get the fuck out of here. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You get paid to talk like you know what the fuck you're talking about, but you sure as fuck don't know what you're talking about. Cam Newton, come on. Get the fuck out of here. There's a couple other guys on here we can talk about here, though. Uh, Gardner Minshew. Ah, two quarterback only. Two quarterback only. He he'll throw, but he's he, just a little odd, little duckling. He just six round pick. God, the stash. <laughs> <laughs> Don't 
don't fall in love with the kid, but they will be playing from behind from time to time. We just have to pick out the right spot. So that's why he's kind of more of a DFS type play. Runs around a little bit. Um, that's completely play it by ear. Uh, James Winston, no. Dwayne Haskins, no. Just stay away from it. Tyrod Taylor, stay the fuck away from Tyrod Taylor. Jarrett Stidham at 33. No. 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 I don't care if Brian Hoyer's starting. You're not touching those quarterbacks there. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, no. We might as well just stay out of Miami. We don't know what's going to happen. Ryan Fitzpatrick should start out of the gate. So instead of using draft capital on him, maybe you can use him as a waiver wire pickup, free agent pickup for, say, week one. Something we got to take a look at. See Miami's uh, schedule out the gate. Play completely by ear. Justin Herbert, no. Uh, we're also not going to touch Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles in Chicago unless you're in the league with me and you're a Bears fan. Then it's fine. You draft them all day. In fact, you should handcuff. There's no need for a third quarterback. I just take the zero on that bye week. What week is that? Oh, week 11. Sure, yeah. Heard it here first. Uh, Let's see who else is in here. Jordan Love, Jalen Hurts, Jacob Eason. All backups. Taysom Hill's on here. Taysom Hill's here. He's at 42. He's at 42. He dropped from 38, though. Uh, keep an eye on Marcus Mariota. We don't know what's going to happen necessarily with the Derek Carr situation in Las Vegas. Um, at some point, you know, if Derek Carr fails, you can see, you can see them turning to Marcus Mariota. Hopefully he's over, over that whole elbow issue, but who knows? We don't know. We don't know. He's had enough time to work on it. Jesus Christ. The fucking pandemic and shit. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much your quarterbacks. Uh, plan on going through running backs, wide receiver, tight end. Uh, we'll take uh, one position each each day this week. Um, so tomorrow we'll have running backs. Uh, Thursday we'll have the wide receivers, and uh, yeah, we'll finish out on a strong note. Have a nice little have a nice little show on Friday. Uh, talking about tight ends, hopefully. Uh, I have all the charting done for the strength of schedule versus DVOA 2019 chart done. I uh, started kind of just finding some graphs that I wanted to kind of work with. Just kind of, you know, sums up your full season look on uh, your traditional strength of schedule, strength of schedule based on uh, total defense DVOA. Um this is a really in-depth look with using utilizing numbers just to kind of look at the past season. Uh, what it what it basically is trying to do is ta- is basically look upon. Well, here let me say it like this: a lot of folks in the fantasy football industry. Like to predicate draft picks using last year's schedule, using um, 
how the team did, you know, like say the Cardinals, for instance, were uh, their schedule toughness was just above 500, but it was third and it was 13th for uh, at the end of the year based on record. Um, and that was and that was that was coming into the 2019 season. So that was based off two thousand eighteen numbers. Now, when you when you go through the schedule, you know everything kind of flips up and down. You at some point, you know, week two, they ended up having the sixth toughest schedule. Week three, they went back to the thirteenth toughest schedule. Week four, fifth, second, five, six, so on, so forth. You'll be able to see it. Um. So what I have put together is a is a set of charts for each team. Um, taking a look at the ebb and flows throughout the season, and it's broken down full season, uh, the two halves and the four quarters. I didn't know what I was going to get out of this. I just kind of wanted to take a look at the numbers and see what we could pull out of it. Because we had started, um, if you got the DFS spreadsheet last year, uh, you'll know that um, I had each team's schedule put down, and it would change weekly. So we'd be able to see if there was any type of um, consistency, consistency, any type of trending happening, either positive or negative. But you could only do it per week, and you could see that you could see the change each week. But if you wanted to compare it, you'd have to go from, like, say, week three to week four and back and forth. With these charts, now I can enter the data, the DVOA data records all in one spot and it's going to flip through these charts and what it should do is show you what I just said the consistencies any trending the ebbs and flows it's going to change every week but you're going to have it in front of you you're going to have it weekly and you're going to be able to see your full seasons, your ha- your halves, and your quarters. So we'll be able to get ahead of the curve a little bit more for seasonal and for DFS. And that's huge, in my opinion. Why is that big? Hmm. Because you're seeing a manual. You're seeing kind of a manual labor of what I believe to be used in people's algorithms for their computer models. What does that mean? Could mean at some fucking point that I actually make an algorithm or get closer to it year by year. It is what it is. It's something I'm working on. If you have interest in it, you're probably more of of a higher-end nerd, you know, wanting to get in there. If you have no interest in it, you have no interest in it. You know, if you're just more of a casual player, you may not have an interest in it whatsoever. 
But take a look when they come out later this week. Um, they, uh, they're quite interesting. They're quite interesting. But it's easy to fuck up because you can take a look at it and actually specifically think that you're dealing with the Arizona Cardinals when, in fact, you're dealing with the Arizona Cardinals opponents this whole time. So we'll walk through it. We'll take a look, you know, based off. Uh, we'll just take a team and we'll kind of walk through it on Friday after we get through the tight ends on the ADP chart. But uh, it's coming along nicely. It shouldn't take me very long. Um, I think it took... I think it took me maybe 20 minutes to get all the charts made up for one team. So it shouldn't take too long at all. Three. It's probably take me about 10 hours. I should be done on Friday. Um, if anything, if I don't have the Friday, if, if I don't have it done by Friday, I'll move the podcast to Saturday when I do have it done. Um, I'm going to try and put a video out on it. Uh, we'll see how well that one goes, you know. Uh, adding to the fact of I never made a video explaining any of this stuff, and you have to look at my goddamn face. But it is what it is. We'll move on. I'll see you guys on Wednesday.